right. Good morning, everyone. And for a Eloi Nishmas, Okay, so we discussed yesterday in the Mishnah that there's one opinion when Mariv start, when the Chiyov of Kriyashma at night starts, and that is when the Kohanim go and enter to eat the Truma, which we'll see today corresponds with Tseis HaKochavim. And there are three opinions when it ends. Either it ends at the Sof HaShemur HaRishona, which is on a perfect night, if there are 12 hours in the day and 12 hours at night, the night was divided into three different Mishmars, three different watches or guards. And the first one was four hours, second one was four hours, and third one was four hours. So if it starts at six, it ends at ten. That was the sheet of Rebbe Yezer. We saw the Chachavim say until Chatzos, until midnight. You have to say Kriya Shema at night before midnight. And Rabbi Gamliel said until, until Alos, but really, he said, even the Chachamim really agree that Minat Torah, you can say Kriya Shema at night until dawn, but they were just, they made a siag, they made an extra boundary, an extra get there, so that one does not go ahead and oversleep or push off until I have more hours, I'll do it later, and he winds up missing, he winds up missing Kriya Shema. Okay. What I want to discuss yesterday, we just started, is the very, very common phenomenon that we all, many of us, violate. And it's important to discuss, actually, in the first Tosfus of Shas. And that's what's called the Tarti Disastri, where we actually, we're holding of two opinions that absolutely clash head-on with one another. What, is the, what do I mean by that? So there's a, there's a Gemara we're going to discuss. We'll see the Shita of Rabbi Yehuda, who holds that night starts at Plag HaMincha. We discussed this yesterday. Plag HaMincha is when they divide Mincha Kitana, which is on a perfect day from 3.30 to 6. Right? Mincha Gedola is 12.30 to 3.30. Mincha Kitana is 3.30 to 6. So Palgin is make half. You divide Plag Mincha Kitana from 3.30 to 6. In half you get Plag HaMincha, 4.45 on a perfect day. That is the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda, that night starts at Plag HaMincha. Night starts after Plag HaMincha. So according to Rabbi Yehuda, when he says you can daven Mincha, it's only until Plag HaMincha, which means at 4.46, one can no longer daven Mincha. So you have to daven Mincha. So if you hold by Plag HaMincha at 4.45 in one second, you're, you're in Mari. Right, you're in Mari already, right. Again, on a perfect day, assuming that they're, they're 12 hours in perfect day. Correct. Now, the problem that we do, <clears throat> and the Chachamim, by the way, is the other opinion, the Chachamim will hold, that we start, Mariv starts when? You can say Mincha until Shkia. Mariv starts after Shkia. Here's the problem that we all encounter. We go ahead and we daven Mincha after Plaga Mincha. We daven, plag after, daven Mincha after Plaga Mincha. But yet, so that means we're holding like the Chachamim and rejecting the Shita of Rabbi Yehuda. But then we daven Mariv before Shkia. Which means we're rejecting the Chachamim because the Chachamim. No, before Shkia. Where do we daven Mariv In the summer months, I'm talking about. I don't mean every day. In the summer months. Let's say when Shabbos starts. We go, let's say, in other words, in the summer. I'm not talking about a typical 5 o'clock winter day. But in the summer months, we'll daven beforehand. So how do you do that? On the one hand, you're rejecting the shita of the Chachamim at uh, 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 Rabbi Yehuda by davening Mincha after Plaga Mincha. Let's say at 5 o'clock. Let's say the Shkia is at 6. 
So that means we rejected Rabbi Yehuda, we accepted the Chachamim for the definition of night. Meaning it's not night, you have Adar Arab. Until nightfall, you can, or evening, you can daven Mincha. But Rabbi Yehuda says until Plaga Mincha. So the fact that if 445 is Plag, and we're daven 5, by definition we're rejecting Rabbi Yehuda. But then we daven Mariv while it's still light outside. We make an early minion. How do we do that? That means you're rejecting the Chachamim. Because their definition of night... Yeah, I'm talking about, let's say, a typical Friday afternoon. <clears throat> let's say in, the, in, in July, where we have three minyanim, right? So, but then we daven mariv bef- before shkia, which, according to the Chachamim, night, you can daven mincha till shkia, you don't daven mariv till after shkia. So that's the tarti disasri. You have two opinions. You can't hold it to Chachamim and Rabbi Huda at the same time. You have to pick its side. Pick a horse. The Chacham hold that you can daven mincha until shkia. So that means you, you can't daven mariv before shkia. But according to Rabbi Yehuda, says you can daven mincha until plag. That means after plag, before shkia, you can daven mariv. Because night starts, according to Rabbi Yehuda, after plag. So that's the problem we run into. <coughs> No, we always dive in Mincha after Plag. You remember we started? Yes. Not really. Mincha is at Plag. Yeah, but like five minutes before. Correct. We dive in Mincha right before Plag. That's usually, it's called a Plag Mincha. But yes, we, usually, we dive in Mincha right before Plag. And we dive in Mincha right afterwards. That's what I'm saying. That's the problem. Well, at the same time, No, but if you dive in after Plag, in other words, there's, there's two Minyanim. There's a five, there's a six, there's a seven, and then there's a Zman. We have three Minyanim here. We're davening two different Philos, but only one fits according to the Chachamim, and one fits according to Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda says, Night is Plaga Mincha. So again, forget about the summer month, just to keep the time simple. Yes, yes. Begin of night. Keep it simple. 4.45 on a perfect day is Plag. Rabbi Huda says you can only daven Mincha until Plag. One cannot daven Mincha after Plag because it's already night. Okay? The don't say that you can't daven before Shkia. They say you could daven mincha until shkia. Correct, but then it doesn't mean you can't daven mincha. No, but you can't have two. You can't daven two in the same zaman normally. As a matter of fact, that's a that's a perfect segue. Thank you very much, Jake. So the gra says. So we're going to answer this. In order to answer this, <coughs> the rush just says very simple, simply by tefila lo kilu hikilu by tefila. We have a kula by tefila. But I heard Rabbi Sachs once say a fascinating answer based on the gra, and this is what. Jake was just alluding to. The Gras says not like Jake, but <coughs> be that as it may, the Rabbi Sachs brought from the answer uh, from Rabbi Yitzchak Blazer was the Yitzchak uh, Petterberger, wrote the pre-Yitzchak. He says something amazing. He lived in the 1830s to 1907, I think. He says something amazing. Very big in the Muslim movement. He said, the Gras defines Mariv. When we say Mariv, ain't la keva. What does Ein La Keva mean? This is to, this is to your point. This is, this is to your point. What? Doesn't have his man. What does that mean? The ra- <clears throat> when he says it's a time that's defined by negative, meaning when it says the Vilna Gon, when it's not time to dab in Shach or Mincha, that's the time to dab in Marv. When it says Ein La Keva, that's it, right? He said Marv Ein La Keva, says the Vilna Gon. Any time where one cannot daven mincha and cannot daven shachris, that's the time to daven mariv. 
Says the pre-Yitzchak, if I was to go in and daven mincha early on a typical day, let's say at 5 o'clock, I daven at 5 o'clock, you come back at 5.30, again, let's just assume Shkia is at 6, and you come back at 5.30, can, is it time to daven mincha? The answer is yes, it's just that... It's not my time. It's, it's, it's not my time. It's time to daven I can still daven mincha now for another half hour. It's a, I'm not going to daven because I already davened at five. But the time, so can I daven marav then? No, according to the Vilna Gon. Because the Vilna Gon says only time one can daven marav. He defines marav, ain't la keva. There's no set time to daven marav. Is at a time where I cannot daven mincha shachris. Let me just finish this. Give me one. Ostensibly. Says Rav, the Priyatzak Rav, it's La Petterberger on Shabbos, because our biggest issue, as everyone, Alan pointed out, and Jake pointed out, is on Shabbos. We make Shabbos early in the summer months. <coughs> that's a separate issue. But that's the Sefer Shabbos. You're bringing, being most in Chol HaKodesh. How do you define the happenings, though? And Gemara and Baruch HaZdav Zayn says, anyway, there, Rav Matsi Shal Shabbos, Be'er Shabbos, Umekadish. Rav made Davin Friday night early. The Ramam says you can make Kiddush early before Shabbos. You can make Havdalah on Shabbos. We'll get to that. We'll, we'll get to Seven Shabbos. We'll get to that topic. <clears throat> but now what happens? If I accept Shabbos early and you come back to me, Eddie comes back to me 10 minutes later and says, Can I Davin Mincha? Can you Davin Mincha if you already accepted Shabbos? Can you Davin a Chol Mincha if you already accepted Shabbos? No. So the answer is for me. One second. <coughs> Probably not. It's a Torah. One second. So if I can no longer daven a mincha, a chol mincha, because I accept the Shabbos early, that by definition now is a time where I cannot daven mincha. So according to the Gra, you can daven marav then. It only works by Shabbos. Right? According to the definition of the Vilna Gon, where you define Marif, the time frame for Marif, as a time where one can no longer daven mincha or shachos on the opposite end. So if I accept Shabbos early, we say Shabbos imilizok. You're not allowed to daven a cholodika tefillah on Shabbos. <clears throat> so if I accept Shabbos early by daven mincha early, true, it's still, the sun is still out and shining. But I can no longer daven mincha. If I can no longer daven mincha, by definition, says the Grah, the pre Yitzchak says, based on the definition of the Grah, I can now daven marav, so it's no longer a tarti disasri. Does that make sense? Only Shabbos, because, because if I daven early on a regular Tuesday, the time for marav, mincha, I could still daven mincha now. I could, just because I davened once before. It's the same thing on Friday. Could I not? No, no, you I could, can't. But I happen to be that I. That but you I accepted can't. Shabbos already. So, but I could. You can't. No, you can't. The guy next to me can. He didn't accept Shabbos. So on Wednesday you define it communally, and on and on Friday you define individually. No, because no, the Shabbos, Shabbos is Kedusha is brought down. On Wednesday, can I, can I say Mincha the second time on Wednesday? You could do it Tfilas Nadava. Nineteen brachas Lavatov. You can't. You could do it Tfilas Nadava. You could do it Tfilas Nadava. No, you can't. You can't say Shabbos every second time. But but the point is that here you just. You, you know where you want to end up, and you, okay. and so you result you know, oriented, it, and you painted uh, the question isn't whether you can daven mincha again. The question is, can you daven marav because you've you already daven mincha? Right. So on a regular week, they're basing it. They're basing it on the fact. They're all based on the logic okay. of once I said once it's marav is the time that I cannot daven mincha. On Wednesday, I say, well, I could. I just did already. No, I can't. Have you already daven? You can't. 
All right. That's his point. No, he's saying he's saying Friday. No, nobody can. And Wednesday, I I can't. And if all community except Shabbos, really, then no one can. Okay, so let's go. Gemara starts off. So we saw that the Gemara gave three opinions as to when Mariv, the time for Kriya Shema at night ends, and one time when it starts. We said when the Kohanim go ahead and are able to eat Truma. <clears throat> we'll get into that a little bit more. So, the Mishnah is already starting Me'emesai. From when do we say, what is the time that we can start Kriya Shema at night? The Gemara presupposes right at the Zechiyov. It's like we're coming in mid-conversation. What do you mean, from when do I, when's the obligation? Whoever stated there's an obligation in the first place. You're starting already from question two. Question number two is, from what time is the Chiyav start? Question number one should be, where, from where do I know the Chiyav? Excellent, Alan. You're starting already <laughs> mid-sent, mid-thought. Gemar says, <coughs> The mission starts off saying, And also, another question is, if I was to ask Seth, what is, give me the, the schedule of your day, you'd say you wake up first. We start with the morning. So why is the Mishnah starting with the Chiyuv at night? Starting a typical day. You, your day starts, we wake up, Moda'ani, we wash the bit, Negovasar, say Kriyashma. Oh, very good. Okay, simple answer. So the Gemara says, And I'm going to put in the words we all know before this, this Pasuk answers both kashas. First kasha was, where's the chiv? And the second kasha is, where do we know night before day? Why don't we start day before night? So vidibartabam is the chiv to say shema. When is that chiv said in? Since the same Pasuk that teaches us the chiv also teaches us the order, so then it makes sense that we start with the night first. It was night before day, so you kept the That's the next Pasuk, very good. And another answer, says Alan, <coughs> so we say, so we'll get to that in a second. So the Gemara is going to give, here we're going to get, have a beautiful point that I heard from Absurdly Bornstein, we'll share momentarily. But listen to what this says. The Gemara says, When we say, So what is the Gemara saying here? <clears throat> we're saying that the time to go ahead, you, you went ahead and said, it's the time for Kohanim to go ahead and eat Truma. So, the other way you can learn it out is from where? What Alan just said is from the Pasuk. You can learn it out from the Pasuk of I can learn it out from the Pasuk. But what Pasuk comes first? Erev. So, I have two Limudim. Either night before day, or we know Gemara and Chul and Daf Pei Gimel teaches us from this Pasuk that as far as Halacha is concerned, night precedes day. <coughs> Now, the question that, that that's permeates halacha is, how do you define the end of day? So, I want to show you something that the Rav said, that even the Torah leaves us in doubt. Listen to the Pesukim here, and listen to the beautiful insight of the Rav. The Rav said, if you look at Pesuk, Vayikra Elohim or Yom, Vilachoshech Korelayla. Kodesh Baruch Hu called or day, Vilachoshech Korelayla. What's the implication? That the day is defined by light, and in order for it to be night, it must be dark, which implies that after the sun sets, but it's still light, it is day, because day is defined by or, and night is defined by darkness. 
Right, you would right. You would think now, which is the time between sunset and full blown darkness when the stars come out, it's called Benashmashos. It's a it's a whole topic in and of itself. There's one fascinating sheet of Yosei that it's uh the actual Torah definition of Benashmashos is a split second. We don't necessarily hold like that. And there's a whole Benashmashos is a fascinating topic in and of itself. We will get to it in Mitz Hashem. But <clears throat> this passage suggests light, day, dark, night, which means even after the sun sets, for the 15, 20, 25 minutes, it should still be defined as day. If you look next, a few psukim later, and, it's, and the Rav says as follows. He says, The sun will rule during the day. Says the Rav, the implication from here is, that this, the presence of the sun is what defines day, which means when the sun sets, it's no longer day, as opposed to the first passage, which said it depended on light. So even after the sun sets, you still have 20 minutes of light. So as the raw from this passage, it suggests that once the sun sets, it's not light or dark, but sun or moon. But the passage in Bracious says, by you or, right? So it says, by you or, it doesn't say Shemesh, it says or. Right, but this possible right, so the Sukim are, are misleading. Which one was the second one? Tezain. So, I'll design. So, it happens to be that since in Allah it's very confusing, in Shabbos, we hold both ends. We start Shabbos at the very beginning of Shkia, but we end Shabbos at the very end of Bein HaShemashos, when Tzesek HaChavim, because we're Machmer for Shabbos. That's why Shabbos is not 24 hours, it's, yeah. It's, it's 25 hours, effectively. So we, we're Machmer on both ends of of the spectrum. Beginning of Shabbos, we start Shabbos earlier with the thought that possibly Shkia is the start of night, but to be machmer in the end, not God forbid to do malacha on Shabbos, we extend it till the end. Now we understand why Shabbos is 25 and not 24. Ma'or is an illuminator, the big illuminator and the little one. So the little illuminator is not illuminating until after darkness. Right, but it's still present, right? No, okay. But it's present during the day. Clearly, it doesn't mean that at 11.15 in the morning, when I can see the moon, but it's providing no illumination, that it's, that it's dominant. Technically, the sun illuminates both. The moon doesn't actually right, have its own light. Right, but the moon is not providing, it, or is an illuminator. Yes. It doesn't provide illumination until it's fully dark. Okay. So it would theoretically work that way also. In other words, it should be like a six decibel level, oh, not like a twelfth. <laughs> okay, so now, so the Gemara continues, and we say as follows. So the Gemara says, um, okay, Ihachi, so then here's the question. The Gemara continues and says, I don't understand. If we're starting with... Ihachi says the Gemara, if that's the case, if we're starting with the night, you just brought me two sources to discuss why we're starting night. Bishach Bukhav Kumacha is one, Vayi Vayiboker is two, then the Gemara, which continues later on in the fourth mission of this parak and Daf Yud Aleph, the Gemara discusses there the Birchos of Kriyashma. We brachos before Kriyashma, we brachos after Kriyashma. It starts there with Birchos Hashachar. It tells us the chiyuv of the brachos in the morning, two before and one after, and then at night there are two brachos before and two brachos after Kriyashma. So the Gemara says, if that's the case, if everything starts at night, 
why would the Mishnah and Yud Aleph first mention the Kriyashma of the morning, the Brachos? Why don't we discuss the Brachos at night first, and then get to the Brachos of Kriyashma? Ihachi, Sefer, Tani, later on with the Mishnah, which says, B'Shachar, Mivarach Shtayim, Achas, two before Kriyashma and one after, Shomer Moisrael, or Gal Yisrael, and in the morning, and at night, and then only then does it get to the nighttime Kriyashma and the Chiyah Brachos, lessening our Vesperisha. So in order to be consistent, we should really have the same thing at in, in the order. We should discuss the night Chiv of Kriyashma first, and only then the morning one. Gemara says this is a very easy answer. It's Tana Pasach Be'arvis V'hadatan M'shachris Adkim M'shachris Parashmili D'shachris V'hadatan Parashmili D'arvis no, it's an A B B A. Once pattern. Once he started, he started at night. Then he went to the day. Once he's already talking about the day, he continued the day and then got back to night. To go night day, then back to night. So A B A B is confusing. A B B A, and that's that's the order that the Tana went through. Okay. <coughs> now, so Gemara says, Amar Mar Misha So we're talking about a time. What is the starting point? where we can go ahead and eat, uh, sorry, say Shema at night, the Chiv Shema at night, that is when the time the Kohanim go ahead and are able to eat the Truma. Again, let's just give a little bit of a background. We didn't discuss this much yesterday. Seitz, yes. So, there are four types of Tuma which require seven days of Tara. Then you go ahead and you have to do Tefillah. You have to wait for the sun to come down. It's called Harif Shemesh. And the next day, the eighth day, you bring a carbon. That is a zav, a zava, a mitzorah, and you'll let this. A zav is a man who sees a seminal mission either one day, two days, or three days in a row, three times, one day, on two days, or three days. And usually it's related to gonorrhea. The Kumaranida suggests a zava is a woman who saw non-menstrual uh, bleeding three occasions within, within, I think, three days. And then, a, so they both bring two birds. They, that's their carbon. You have a Mitzorah, we know, is a leper, and a Yoledes, a woman who gave birth. We discussed last time why women have to give chatas after they, what they do wrong. Moranita says that possibly they, they swear to themselves during the time of labor. It's so painful, they're never going to go ahead and cohabit with their husbands again. So maybe for that, to, to get out of that negative thought, they have to bring a, a chatas. In any event, these four people need to do tefillah. They need for the sun to set. And the next day, they bring a carbon. Good. So, there are, th- there are three stages. After you go ahead and you do tefillah, so either we're talking about a Kohen Shenitma, the Kohen himself became a Zav or a Mitzorah, or his wife is a Zava or a Yoledes, or she gave birth, or she's a, she's a Zava. So, once he does tefillah, but it's not yet dark, it's not yet dark, Shem, the sun hasn't said, he's called a Tevul Yom. He was Tovel that day, but he's missing step number two. So a Kohen in that situation can eat Meiser Shani. Once the sun sets, Harif Shemesh, he now has two of the three steps. He's, we're going to see now he's able to go ahead and eat Truma. He's called the Mechusar Kapara. Mechusar Kapara means he's missing the third step, which is the Karba on the third day. But he can't enter the Beis Amikdash or eat Kachim until he brings the Karba on the third day. So it's a three-step process. Tvila on end of day seven, Harif Shemesh, the sun has to set. Eighth day, you bring a carbon. So after you do the tefillah, you call the tefillion. After you have Harif Shemesh, you have two of the three steps. You're still missing the carbon. You call it mechusar kapara. A mechusar kapara cannot enter the base. Maybe she cannot eat kachim. 
but we're talking about a Kohen Shenitma. So a Kohen, either he himself was a Zav or a Mitzorah, or his wife was a Zava or a Yoledes, at night. So he did Tvila, and now the sun set, he can eat Truma. So about a Kohen Tome, that is that say Sakuchavim. Even before, that's exactly what we learned. He's, he's a mechusar kapara. Kachim. It's not kachim, exactly. He can't enter the mikdash. He can't eat kachim, but he could eat truma. Why is his? Why is he have to go talk? His, his wife, wife. Yeah, his wife is. That's just the, the Cohen brings it. Doesn't have to be this specific Cohen's. No, but the, his wife. But generally, because the woman's not bringing the carbon. No, the Corbin, I understand. But why, why does he have to be tough? Why does he have to do it? Why is he coming? No, 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 no. She was mitzvahing him, giving child birth? No, no. no, no. He's, he's giving it on, on her behalf. Her behalf. Yeah, correct. Yeah, but he doesn't have to tovel. She, 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 so, <laughs> okay, so now, weiter. So the Gemara continues and says, Kohanim <laughs> So we're going to say, the Kohen that became a Tomei and now did Tvila, when can he go ahead and eat Truma? Misha says Chavim, exactly what Alan said. Misha says Chavim, when the stars come out. So if that's the case, listening, Misha says Chavim. So why does the Torah have to go like this, all the way around? Just, just tell me he can start eating from Tzayasa Kochavim. Why do you have to tell me, go all the way around, that says the time they can eat is from the time the Kohen, who's taught me, can eat Truma after he went ahead and did Tefillah and he had half Shemesh sunset. Just say Tzayasa Kochavim. So the Gemara says, Milsa Agav The Torah is teaching us a very important pedagogic rule, and that is that any time the Torah can tell us a or B, it will choose the way in which it can teach us another halacha, lahagdil Torah ladira. In other words, it's hopping in an extra limud there. What's that extra limud? Shakohanim, Ema, Kohanim, <coughs> sorry, Kohanim, who are Tame and Ditfila, Ema's Kahli, when they are allowed to eat Petruma, Misha says Kochavim, Vakamash Malan, the Chapara Loma Akva. The Chidish here is that they're Mechusar Kapara. They didn't yet bring the carbon on day eight. And they could still eat truma. So by telling us this, they're teaching us two halachas. That the f- time to say kriyashma is at night. By the way, there's an extra limud. The extra limud is <clears throat> that the Kohen does not need all three steps in order to eat truma. He needs two. Tvila and have shemesh, the sun setting. He does not need to bring the carbon the next day until, unless he, once he brings the carbon, the, then he's allowed to go ahead and eat kachim and enter the base of Mekdash. But he doesn't need the carbon in order to eat truma. So I just want to mention, I heard this, it's really born to something amazing. Second? No, no, but of kachim. Correct. Kachim the next day is on a higher level than truma, yeah, sure. Correct, but you're saying if, that, if there's different levels of, 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 of what he does to become tar. That means once he's able to eat truma, you're considering already kaddish enough to eat truma, but not kaddish enough. To exactly, eat correct. That's that's the chiddush here. That's exactly that's exactly correct. Until he gets the carbon, then then he can do. You're 100 percent correct. That's that, that's the chiddush. The chiddush says kamash malan. This is the chiddush. I wouldn't have known it otherwise. You're 100 percent right. Truma can okay. catch a three, and kachim can catch a four. It's, it's a truma, truma, yeah. It's so it's the same rule. You talking about fatty meal? So, so basically now, says the Egletal. So Rav Avram Bornstein was a Tzachat Shavarav. He wrote something very, very, very well known. 
called the Avne Nezer, but he also wrote a, a, a very well-known sefer called the Egle Tal, which is on the 39 Lachas of Shabbos. In the Hakdama, he quotes his father. By the way, he also lived, I think like, uh, he died in 1910, 1830, 1838 to 1910, around the same time, it's Lepetterberger, in any event. <coughs> he brings in the Hakdama in the name of his father. He says, what is the connection between Truma and Kriyashma? So good, the Gemara tells me, Agavorche is teaching us a lot, a roundabout way. There's got to be something more, says, says the Egletal in the name of his father. So he says as follows. He says, when you go ahead and you do tefillah, we all know that tefillah is matire, right? Tefillah has the potential to be matire us. Yet, you're still tome until you, the sun sets. Meaning, in the name of his father, says the Egletal in the name of his father, that when you wake up in a state of Toma, that defines your day. It is a spiritual clothing that, that, that dresses you the entire day, that stays with the entire day until the sun sets. Okay? He says, if it happens that Toma sticks on you a whole day, despite Tefillah, when you do something good, when we say Kriyashma in the morning, the Kabbalah, so Malchah stays with us the whole day. How does he know? We daven three times a day. We say monastery three times a day. We only say Kriya Shema twice a day, day and night. Why not say, why not say um, Kriya Shema even at Mincha? Good. Why didn't the Torah say, say three times a day? Because when you do something, if, it, if the Tumah sticks with you all day until night, then Allah has come, come when you do something good, it sticks with you all day. So you don't need to say it again at Mincha. The, the, the Kedusha of a positive thing, of being makabal upon oneself, Allah Shemaim, when they say Kriya Shema, will stick with you all day until night. Night comes, just like Harif Shemesh by, by, by Tuma, it wears off. So too wears off, you need a new... So the positive is Vah Hashemesh Vitaher or something like that? We're going to get to that, yeah. Perfect, yeah. <clears throat> so why not just Peshach Bucha? What did he do for? What do you mean? It's not 24 hours, it's night and day. You need uh, things that stay during the day. We see from the Truma, the paradigm of Truma uh, yeah. and Tuma, that it sticks with you for that day. Night starts something new. Yeah, but open. So, so it, it, it lasts you the next night. No, it doesn't. Saying day and night are two different things. Is what he's saying. He's, that's what he's saying. In other words, the night ends the Tuma, but the next day we start a new Tuma theoretically. In other words, day and night are separated here by the Harif Shemesh, <coughs> but it only lasts for a twelve-hour period. So that's why you need Kriya Shema. So he says there's more of a spiritual if connection. Tummy, if, you do, if you become Tommy at night, next day you go to the mikvah in the morning. What are we talking about now? We're talking about, we're talking about then it was seven days. We're talking about the seven day period. Okay. These four types of Tumah. It was seven days Correct. of Tumah. Yeah. The, the end of it, right? If you, you go to mikvah, like nowadays when a woman goes to the mikvah, she goes to the mikvah before Shkia and it counts as if it's the last no, day, she's correct? supposed to go at night. No, she's supposed to. After night, sorry, after night, she doesn't have to. She can go during the day. The need is the same rule. It's one of the same thing. It's like a you're the same character the whole day. If that is the last day of what it is, right? So then, why would that not work for Truma also? He's saying, why'd you use Truma as an example? Why not use? Neither, oh, that, that, this, this, no, we're, we're bringing this as because he's making connection between the Kriya Shema and the Egli tells in the same name as Father. It's not just by chance. They brought Truma and, and they saying, related why Truma. Why, why, the why not bring Nida? Why bring something that's much more common? Nida is the same like example. Nida, which is the same example. We actually see it in a much better because you see by the night before already, it's like if you had to for the whole day already. The Nida status is all day. No, no, he's saying because even Nida only applies to women where, where <laughs> Tommy applies to everyone. <laughs> no, no. Well, 
No, no, I, I hear it. <coughs> yeah, I get it. I, I, you know. Well, one conversation. Now you're now you're adding a second. And we got four minutes left. What hill is that? All right, let's just. It's more cop up to connect it to Truman than to Nita. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that also that also that makes sense. Okay, so now Demar continues. So as the pasuk says now, so we say Kedusanya Shemesh Vatar. The pasuk Alan was referring to and says the by the Kohen once the Shemesh comes, and we're not we're assuming now it means sets Vitar and the day passes. And the pasuk continues, Only once he has half shemesh, then he can eat from the kachim. So again, the pasuk says, Uva hashemesh vitaher. Now, what does uva hashemesh mean? So the pasuk seems to be based on what we've interpreted. It means that when the sun sets, vitaher. What is vitaher? Who's the subject of vitaher? So that's a machlokas now, right? We're going to see the two possibilities. Vitaher ostensibly is, or at first glance, we're saying the day passes. Meaning the sun sets and the day passes, then he can eat from the kachim. Gemara says, Biashimshomakvaso from the Chuma. No, but the Pasuk says, Fachim and Kachim. But yes, we're but we're referring when the Pasuk says Kachim, we're referring to Chuma. Thank you. <clears throat> so Biashimsho Meakvaso Melechoba Chuma. The fact that the sun has not set yet, that is gonna prevent him from eating Chuma. This was the Kiddush we just said. But the Mechusra Kapara, the fact that he's not yet brought the carbon, that does not hold him back from eating the truma. So even though he hasn't yet brought the, tru- the carbon on day eight, he can still eat the truma the night of the seventh. So Gemara says, How do you know when the Pasuk says, When the sun comes, it really means the sun is setting, the day is ending. And the, the, Pasuk, the word in that Pasuk, is referring to Tihar Yoma, that the day is past. Maybe it's really referring to Dilma Bias Orahu. Maybe it's talking about the start of the day, the coming of the light, not the setting of the sun. And what is the subject? Umay Taher, Umay Vitaher, Tar Gavra. Maybe it's referring to the person who now, day eight, is bringing a carbon. So instead of saying that's referring to the set, sun setting on day seven and Vitaher and the day passes, maybe it's talking about Bias Shimsho, the day starting. And it's day eight, and the vitire means the Kohen now becomes tar when he brings the carbon. So we're flipping it on its head. We're changing both. Maybe it's not sunset, it's sunrise. And maybe vitire, the subject, is not the day, but rather the Kohen. And maybe that's the Kiddush. He can't eat room until day eight comes and he brings the carbon. So we don't know that you can be a mechusar kapara, meaning you can still be lacking the carbon and eat room at night. Maybe it's teaching us that you need all three. Gemara says, Amarabah Barashila. Imkain, if that was the case, if the, if the subject of the Pasuk was really the Kohen and not the day, and through that, he will become Tar. The Pasuk doesn't say that. It just says very simply, the day passes and he's purified. So, <clears throat> Rabbi Barashila says, if it really weren't the talking about the Kohen, it would have used a different tense. My Tahar Yoma, my Vitahar. So, what does Vitahar mean? It must be Tahar Yoma, that, it is, that the day passes by. And that's exactly what people say, that the sun sets and the day passes. So it's clearly talking about the, the, the night. It's not talking about the day eight. And that is basically, we'll just finish one more, one more uh, few lines. And the Gemara says, this is the first time that Eretz Yisrael is referred to in the Shas. And we refer to Shas as Ma'arava. Remember, this was written in Bavel. To the west of that was Israel. So <clears throat> we have the, the Talmud Yerushalmi. We don't 
it's not as mainstream, but obviously everyone is encouraged to learn it. It's not as mainstream as the Bavli, but when they refer to Marav, it's referring to Eretz Yisrael. So the Pasuk there, they didn't hear of the Slimud of Rabbi Bar of Shila. So they say, hi, Rabbi Bar of Shila. Lo um, They never heard of this Salacha, this Taich of the Pasuk. So they said, hi, Uva Hashem, how do you know that they ask the same question? How do we know that this pasuk Uba Shemesh Vataher is really referring to Shkia Sachama, the sun setting? My Vitar Shatar Yomer. And how do you know that Vitar? The exact same question we asked before. How do we know? Because they didn't hear the Slimur, so they're going through the whole Shakla Vitarya in, in Eretz Yisrael. And how do we know that Tar Yoma is referring to Tar means Yoma? Dilma maybe it means Bias Oru. Maybe it's referring to the coming of, of the sun rising on day eight. Umay Vitar referring to the Kohen. So for the posture, and then they answered it very simply. The end of that brisa actually says, and a simon for this is So is clearly when the sun sets. It's not the next morning. It must be. Shemamina. It must be that's talking about at night. Biashimshu, it means when the sun is setting. Umay vitar. It must be referring to the day passes, not the coin. So the limut is that after day seven he does he does tefillah and Harav Shemesh, the sun sets, he's able to eat truma. Basically, he's saying that because the end of that brisa in that Ba Shemesh with the hair when it makes this limud also says it's referring to Tzeisakachavim. So it says straight out, Tzeisakachavim. So it must be by night, not by day. So they come out to the same limud as of Shila, but they just learn a little differently. One is based on more viyatar in the language and one is just in the continuation of the brisa. Um, there, Rabbi, this, normally we do Friday mornings. This Friday morning, Rabbi Sachs will be giving the share in the morning call. Everyone's encouraged to attend. And everyone is invited. We're having a, um, a Onik Shabbos Friday night in, at our house in our backyard. We have a tent, a lot of wine, a lot of good food, catering. Uh, 8.45, Rabbi Sachs. Last year we had about 90 guys. Uh, we'll hopefully get more this year. But it's really fantastic. Everyone's encouraged to attend 8.45 Friday night in Merz Hashem in our backyard. Have an amazing day. Yeah, yeah, yeah.